Hello friends and welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. I am your host, Lance Bain. Good to have you with me again. Happy New Year to you. Happy 2022. Man, I hope this is the year that things kind of get back to uh, some normalcy. I was going to say normal. I think that's kind of gone, but some new normalcy. And uh, so glad you were with me today. If you want to know more about me, check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. There are many other resources there. Great place for you to email me as well. Would love to hear from you. What is it you would love to talk about, learn? Uh, be curious about this year <clears throat> on our time together on this podcast. This is our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. Hey, I missed you the month of December, but it was good to take a little break and spend some time with my family and focus in on the holiday season and really cherish the wonderful Christmas season. And I'm excited about today's podcast for you because I've titled it Three Absolutes for Good Leadership. Three Absolutes for Great Leadership. (laughs) And I think these three absolutes are a bit sort of philosophical, but I want to break down how they can play out for us in real pragmatic ways. I've been thinking a lot about these three ideas for the month of December. They even shaped some of the talks that I gave in my own local church. And when I began to think about these ideas, these three absolutes, I thought, man, these are essential to those of us who want to give good leadership, who want to give great leadership to our teams, to our churches, to our small groups, to our volunteers, to whatever the organization, your family, wherever it is you have a place of influence. I believe and I'm convinced that three, these three absolutes <clears throat> are going to be very, very helpful for you. So what are the three absolutes? Let's talk about that. Absolute number one is place, place. If leadership takes place, it takes place in spaces. There's relational spaces. There are physical spaces, offices, conference rooms, coffee houses, bedrooms, dinner tables, (laughs) cubicles. In physical space, leadership takes place, and it takes place in relational space friendships and marriages and parenting and leader to volunteer and team leader to team members. And there's a relational space where leadership happens. And a lot, really, through 2020 and COVID, there's been this quick accelerated emergence of digital space with Zoom and um, different platforms and different applications and where people are now meeting digitally. So we have the hybrid model the remote model of working. I'm working remotely now is the new sort of a new buzz phrase, whether we like it or not. I often talk to my friends, say, what do you do for, oh, are you doing that remotely? Are you going into an office? And, and, you know, many of my friends now are doing work in the digital space. And so one of the absolutes, if you want to be a great leader, is you've got to make space for leadership. And I want to share with you a couple of ideas. One is Whatever your space may be, relational space, physical space, digital space, is that you have to have hospitality. You want to be a hospitable leader. And so think about the different spaces or places, if you will, on where you give leadership. And what does hospitality look like for you 
in that place. So, for example, in uh, digital space, I'm attentive to lighting and I'm attentive to microphone usage. I'm attentive to uh, eliminating as many distractions as possible, but also being authentic and genuine. In my physical space, my office, for example, I have just upgraded some furniture and lighting and uh, I have a sort of a, a, a tea set, coffee set. I've just upgraded the mugs and bought new tea and I got a new candle and I pay attention to lighting because I want a space that's excellent for communication, for honesty, for vulnerability, for empowerment, for celebration. And when, when I think about relational space, by hospitality, I mean, you know, am I giving them my best? Am I being present? Am I being welcoming? Am I presenting myself in a, in a good way, in a, in a hospitable way, a loving way, a professional way, a being present kind of way? And so managing this balance, this tension between personable and professional is really important when you think about your leadership space. People are leaders' greatest asset. People are a leader's greatest asset. And therefore, who are we when we are with people? Again, when I think about physical space, which is probably more of my primary leadership space, I have a little bit of a digital presence such as this, um, but it's mostly a physical leadership that I give to people, a relational leadership that I give to people. I recognize that people are my greatest asset. And so who am I when I am with people? I leave my door open most of the time unless I'm having a private meeting. My team and many members of my organization have my cell phone. They have my email. We're friends on social media platforms. So they have accessibility to me. Now, there are boundaries there that I may not immediately respond to someone's presence in a digital space or however they have reached out to me for accessibility, but I do follow up in a timely manner. And so you want to be open to people when you're talking about the space for leadership because in that space you are with people and they are your greatest asset. And what kind of hospitality are you bringing to that space? What kind of personableness are you bringing to that space? What kind of professionalism are you bringing to that space? Here is absolute number two. It is time. It is time. Leadership takes time. Time is the currency that we're not going to get back. Time is what we spend on our priorities. I'm a big believer and a strong advocate of what I've heard John Maxwell, a wonderful leadership teacher and author on many, many, many leadership books and leadership topics. He often talks about that time management is a farce. It's not real. Time is just keeps going. You don't manage time. Time manages us. But what you do, what you and I do, is we manage priorities. And time is the currency that we spend on our priorities. It's what we spend on what is urgent or what is important what is needed. And if we're honest, and sometimes when we're lacking focus, we're spending time on things that are not that important 
can we admit that, that sometimes we find ourselves scrolling maybe a little too much through the social media at the lunch hour or at work or wherever it may be. And so time is so important if you want to be a good, you want to be a great leader. <clears throat> time, let me talk about three areas where I think spending time, using the currency of time for these three priorities is really important. Number one is the priority of yourself. You can't take people where you haven't been. You can't give people what you don't have. Pete Scazzaro at EmotionallyHealthy.org, wonderful podcast, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. His website is so helpful. His books have been very helpful. He often talks about how you can't give what you don't have. You can't take people where you haven't been. And so how are you spending time on yourself? It's not in a selfish way. It's not to be conceited or arrogant or to just do what you want, but it's really making sure that you're spending the kind of time on yourself so that you bring the best self to all of these other leadership expressions. So ideas like recreation, Sabbath keeping, diet, exercise, hydration, emotional health, dealing with your family of origin issues, and becoming the best version of you possible will allow you to be a better leader. And so you want to spend time on yourself. But there's a limit to that, and we don't want to be narcissistic. We want the interest and development of self to really be about the second priority is spending time for others and spending time for others. So this is where you are clearly focused on them. You're having conversations with them or you are composing an email to them or you are writing a thank you note to them or you are admonishing them to their face or you're speaking highly of them to colleagues or to other people. You spend time on other people. It is for their development and their growth, their encouragement, their challenge, so that they are always feeling pushed to get to that new place of growth in a very healthy and life-giving kind of way. The third priority, what we spend our currency time on, is learning. So we spend it on ourselves, we spend it on others, and we spend it on learning. Learning. What is it that you need to learn as a leader? <laughs> With technology, I mean, there are a thousand different podcasts out there and books that are accessible instantaneously through the digital book platform now, um, articles galore that are available in wonderful apps such as Evernote or Apple Notes or Pocket or whatever it is you may use, where you can instantly put great articles that are written online into a place on your device that you can access them instantly and learn and read and be inspired and be encouraged. I love learning. One of the things that I do is I've created on my Instagram account and on my Facebook account, I've created folders or collections, if you will, that target different areas of my leadership, such as inspirational leadership quotes or great stories or wonderful um, little video tidbits where people are sharing things. And when I find something that feels like, man, that, that, that's personally helpful for to me, helpful to me. Or that will be helpful when I chat with another person. Man, I drop that content into a collection. And then I just go look at my collections on a regular yet periodic basis to stay fresh and to keep learning. Great leaders, John Maxwell says, know how to spend time purposefully with clarity of values, 
utilizing their strengths with and for others. I want to say that again. Great leaders know how to spend time purposefully with clarity of values, utilizing strengths with and for others. That's an article by John Maxwell found at Success Magazine. And so when you are spending your time with others and for others, John Maxwell also says that feeling with people makes you a good friend, but feeling with people for connection gives you the right to lead them. And we're not doing a podcast on just good friendship. We're doing a podcast on great leadership. And so when you spend time physically, relational, digitally with other people, you hear their voice, you see their face, and obviously person-to-person physical presence is the best. There's nothing, nothing can replace that. Zoom cannot replace that. Skype cannot replace that. FaceTime cannot replace that. All of these, they cannot replace the power of being physically present with another. When you do that, you not only feel with other people, but you're really driving home, I want to be connected with you. And in doing so, you begin to earn the right to lead. Okay, so here is absolute number three. It is person. Place and uh, place and time and person. I had a brain cramp for a moment. <laughs> place and time and person. Great leadership needs these three absolutes. Great leadership happens in a certain place, and it happens at a certain time with people, and it happens with people. You are the person. And so let me just ask you these few questions. We go into 2022. This is a great time where maybe many of you are setting goals and you're thinking about some things you want to see accomplished this year and your own personal growth and in your family, your church, your organization, etc., Let me ask you, the listener, and I'm so glad you're with me, I want to ask you two questions. Question number one, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? I've been thinking about this question a lot in 2021, particularly the back half of 2021. I turned 51 last year, and I'm really beginning to think about who do I want to be? Now, I've thought about this before, my 20s and 30s. 40s, I get into my 50s, you know, I start realizing, golly, within the next decade, decade and a half, retirement is going to be something that's seriously my vocabulary. And while I'm 51, I feel more like I'm in my 30s. But I'm beginning to ask this question, who do you want to be? And I want you to ask that question, who do you want to be? What kind of character traits do you want? What kind of person do you want to be? Let me, let me ask you the second question, and maybe it's just a different way to frame the first question. It's this. What do you want others to say about you at your funeral? Now, I don't want them to wait until your funeral. (laughs) But what do you want others to say about you? What kind of legacy do you want to leave? What kind of character do you want to have? What is it you want other people to experience from you? Generosity and justice and kindness and compassion and wisdom and delegation and belief and empowerment and mercy and wisdom and intellect and opportunity and uh, humor and laughter and kindness and meekness. All just like hundreds of ways you can sort of describe these character traits. What is it you want other people to say about you? when you pass away. 
Because the kind of decisions you make today and tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that and these, these, these moment by moments string into days, that string into weeks, that string into months, that string into years, that string into decades, that's going to string into a lifetime. Friends, I don't want you to wait until you're in your 70s, 80s to decide who you want to be. You've missed most of your life to make a great impact in the life of other people. So who do you want to be? What is it you want other people to say about you? And recognize that the decisions you make today for yourself, for learning, for other people, on who you are becoming is going to begin to string together these almost invisible pearls, these nuggets of moments. But when you string enough of them together over a lifetime, friends, you're offering Anyone that you lead, the stranger to your closest family member, you are offering them your whole self as a gift to say, I want to lead, I want to love, I want to lead and love well, I want to live well, I want to love well, I want to lead well. And so decide who you want to be and what do you want other people to say about you and let your daily decisions lead you and point you in the direction of that. So you need to keep developing yourself, learn, grow. As I heard one wonderful uh, social media person say, real learning happens at the place of application. So it's not just attaining new knowledge, but it's actually applying that. So you, you begin to emulate that in authenticity, something that people can copy, some peop- something that people can replicate. And so you develop yourself and you develop others. You teach, you role model, you coach, you challenge, you celebrate, you care, you contribute the five C's of leadership <laughs> we've talked about many times on these podcasts. And so you develop other people, you delegate, you empower, you take responsibility. Yeah, be the person in these three absolutes that says, I'm willing to be a leader. I want to step up. I want to leverage influence through love, through empowerment, through belief through excellence, through role modeling, through going first, I will be the person that shows up at a certain place at a certain time so that these three absolutes find convergence and synergistic power together. That, my friends, I believe, will give you a great opportunity for good and great leadership. The three absolutes, place, time, and people. Be the person that wants to lead. Hey, thanks for listening today. Hope that this podcast kicks you off to a really great 2022. Imagine what you want December to be like this year and be that kind of leader. Make those kinds of decisions. You can do it. I believe in you. You want to reach out to me, hit me up at LanceBain.com. You can contact me there. Would love to hear from you. Uh, Just hope you have an amazing year. Thanks for listening, everybody, to episode 146 of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. Hey friends, stay helpful, stay hopeful, stay healthy, and I'll talk to you next week.